Recorded at 8.41 a.m. October 25th, 2016. I... I don't know why I'm even doing this, but I'm recording again. I've got college in a half hour and I've been awake since four. With a sword. A sword I dreamt about. It's still there, it's real, but it's the exact sword from my dream. I've been looking up swords on my laptop because, well, obviously I'm not going to go back to sleep after that. I don't ever want to go back to sleep. This is all too fucking weird. It's nice to say this out loud, actually. It feels like I'm not going completely insane. There's proof, I guess. I took some photos of the sword with my phone, so there's that too, but... Anyway, I googled it, but couldn't find any exact matches to the one I have. Like, it's not one of the swords out of Lord of the Rings or anything. I don't even know what I expected to find. This is probably going to turn out to be some joke anyway, but... It can't be, can it? I know my room was locked. And it's the exact sword I dreamt up. Nobody could have known that before it popped into my head. I don't know. Part of me still thinks I haven't woken up. Right, so... I think I'm going to take this recorder thing with me to class. I don't know what it feels like. It feels like I shouldn't just leave it hanging around. I definitely don't want people to find it. Jesus. <laughs> you know you're going crazy when you're intentionally talking to yourself. And that's how we, as the modern audience, interpret what Poe is trying to say when it comes to the references to Lenore throughout the poem. But I think examining this contrast is vital to understanding how different audiences can look at what the figure of the raven signifies. Okay, folks, I think we leave it there for today. Remember, essays are due on the 7th, and I'll see you all on Thursday. Oh, Lucy, could I have a quick word? Oh, yeah, sure. Nice of you to show up today. Look, I wanted to have a word with you about your work in class. It's, it's gotten to the stage where the other staff and I have been chatting and we're concerned about how much you're falling behind. I'm really sorry, I know I have I know everyone has their own lives and everything, but if you don't show up, then there's not much help I can give you. You only have a few months left and I don't know if you're planning on applying for a master's next year or what, but you'd want to get your act together if you want to pass from this class. I know, I... Look, this isn't the first time you've shown up hungover to one of my lectures and frankly, Wait, I'm it's not... very disrespectful. If you feel like you've time to but be I... out all night, then maybe this course isn't the right I'm course... I'm not hungover! Now there's no need to raise your voice, Lucy. I'm just bringing it up because if there's a problem, then you really need to tell me. I don't want to have this conversation over and over again unless you want to find yourself repeating. I've given you more than enough free passes. If you expect to graduate next year with the rest of your classmates, then you're going to have to start taking things seriously. Okay. Can I go? 
I have another class in 20 minutes. I don't want to have this conversation again, Lucy. Did you hear about Lucy? Eileen kept her after for a chat. I nearly died. Oh, God. Finally catching up with her? No, you should have seen her face afterwards. Lucy's? I mean, she shows up looking off her face drunk and then spends the entire class lurking in the back row. Probably brought a few cans in with her. To be fair, it's one of Eileen's classes. Ivy wasn't too, if I thought I could get away with it. <laughs> At least she bothered showing up today. Aoife's worried she'll end up paired up with her for the referencing thing, though. She's always terrified she'll be stuck with her and she'll have to do it all herself. I'm amazed she even shows up anymore. I'm amazed she hasn't dropped out, to be honest. She dumped poor Mark so she can go off and be a fucking slut with whoever. I heard she was cheating on him, actually. Would serve her right if she was kicked out. Oh, do you remember her in first year, when she was all smiles and a part of all the societies? Oh, God, yeah. She was just as annoying then, but it's like now she's reached a new level of... Oh, wow, the looks on your faces. I never knew you cared so much. Oh, we weren't. We were just... Save it. I genuinely don't care. Business as usual, then. Kira, if you've got something you want to get off your chest, then say it. Well, we were just saying how sad it is that you're hardly ever around. Honestly, it's nice having you here to remind us how much worse we could all be doing. Well, at least I'm not so self-conscious. I need to put other people down to feel good about myself. Funny. Coming from the girl who's barely conscious to begin with. Can we just go? Fine. Great chat, Luce. Really should hang out more often. I'll have my people call your people. Recorded at 3.15pm. October 25th, 2016. I'm so tired. I'm home after college and the place is a mess. I need to eat. But instead, I'm sitting on the couch talking to myself because I'm afraid to go upstairs and see if it's still there. The sword, I mean, not upstairs as a whole. This day has just been... Damn, okay, wait. Hey, Luz. Hey, I wasn't expecting home till later. The early shift, remember? Right. Sorry again about last night. Ah, it's grand, don't worry about it. Tea? Yeah, please, thanks. What's that? Hmm? That thing you have there. This? Oh, it's a recorder. Um, I was... I was just listening to some stuff. I, I use it to record notes in class, that's all. Are you recording me right now? <laughs> no. It's turned off, see? Huh. Huh. Bit high-tech, isn't it? Why don't you just use your phone? Oh, uh, sound quality, you know? Uh, you know, in, like, in big lecture theatres, you, ca- you can't hear anything with a regular phone, so, so I use this. Can I ask you something? What's up? Well, it's more of a question for Brian, actually. I have the CD, and I was wondering if he could take a look at it. Well, he's staying tonight, so you could ask him. 
Although I don't know if he knows anything about fixing CDs. Oh, it's not scratched or anything. It's... Well, it sounds stupid saying it. Do you remember me saying I was going to see that guy about my not sleeping? Oh yeah, I meant to ask. How did that go? Uh, fine, I think. It was weird, but this guy, Dr. Moore, he gave me this CD, like white noise stuff to help me sleep, but it's... I don't know. Like, I'm probably being paranoid, but I just get this weird vibe from listening to it. Like there's some message in it. And I just prefer to know exactly what it is. You want to make sure there's no weird hypnosis stuff going on? <laughs> You're not going to go all Manchurian candidate on me, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it's that exactly, but... Okay, I... I'll just tell you. I think someone pulled a prank on me last night. What kind of prank? I woke up and the sword I dreamt about was there, in the room with me. The exact sword from my dream. What? That was my reaction too. Like, my room was locked. My window was facing the back of the house. Like, I don't know how they got it in there, but it seems weird that it happened the same night I started using that CD. Look. Holy shit. This thing's fucking sharp. Was it you? What? Was this you? Did you sneak in and leave it for me to find? Why would I even want to do that? I don't know, but it didn't just appear out of thin air, did it? Was Victoria here last night? Well, she's back in France until next week, but I don't see how she... Oh, well, did you have someone else in the house yesterday? Luce, calm down. I'm not going to fucking calm down, Adam. Someone was in my room last night. I didn't sign up for any bullshit Darren Brown experiment. This isn't funny. Your tea's getting cold. Oh. Look... I believe you. I don't think you had anything to do with it. I'm just... I'm not myself. Maybe I... Maybe the sword was already in the room and that CD, I don't know, hypnotised me to go find it. But why, though? (laughs) Your guess is as useless as mine. But it started with that CD. I know it. I need to know what's really on it. Well, I don't know how much help Brian will be with it. I mean, he's doing computer science, but he's not a sound technician. At this point, I'll take any help I can get. Recorded, recorded, recorded at 3.15 a.m. October 26, 2016. (laughs) (laughs) Open the door. Lucy, are you okay? Brian, call the fucking guards. What in God's name happened in here? Your arm is bleeding. There's... What is it, wheat? Why are there wheat stalks all over your floor? Brian, come here. Grab bandages out of the drawer by the sink. I woke up and I, I was... Holy shit. It, it was all here when I woke up and the bird, it was just sitting on top of the dresser looking at me, staring at me. Where did... How did all of this get here? I looked around, but the sword was gone from where I'd put it. I tried to reach out for my phone and that's when... Loose. It just flew at me, screeching and beating its wings. And I, I tried to get the door, but I, I slipped on all the wheat stalks on the ground and I toppled onto the bookshelf. We should call an ambulance. I, I think she's in shock. 
No, you can't. You can't call anyone. They won't believe me. They aren't going to believe any of this happened. I'll get locked up and put in a drip in a padded cell for the rest of my life. But you've seen it. Lucy, what happened? I was asleep. I don't... I dreamt about it. It was in my dream. I was in a field. I dreamt I was in a massive field, like on a farm, full of wheat stretching out in every direction. I was I was running from something, but I couldn't tell where I was going. The, the crops were too high and I couldn't see it, but I could hear it. The crow screaming with a woman's voice and I kept running for what I felt like was encircled until finally it caught up with me. And I brought it with me when I woke up. I dreamt it and now it's real, just like the sword. This did happen. Oh, God. I'm not crazy, I'm not. Lucid is written by Liam Cuthbert and based on work by Liam Cuthbert and Emmett O'Brien. Episode 2, The Wheat, featured the voice talents of Marie O'Donovan as Lucy, Una Nolan as Eileen, Megan Barchwell-Smith as Kira, Aoife Commons as Jessie, Shane Corcoran as Adam, Luke Jason Farrell as Brian, and me, Kira O'Brien, as the voice of the credits. Our theme music is composed by Myrn Joyce Hearn. Sound design and editing by Luke Jason Farrell. Production coordination by Alex Herlihy. Special thanks for this podcast goes to Emmett O'Brien, Alison McCarthy, Johnny Hanrahan, as well as all those who helped make this project a reality. Lucid is recorded in CIT Cork School of Music in Cork City, Ireland. Like the show? Review us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Find us online at www.lucidpodcast.com or follow us on social media. Just search Lucid. That's L-U-C- Y-D. We'll be back in one week with Episode 3, The Steed. And now, a haiku. I felt my lungs flood as the grey, murky earth drowned out all the light. Edited. Edit. That's a lot of D's for an American. Edited. Oh my god! Can that, you know, I'm like the production name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm, I've lost my touch I never had. <laughs>